Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who's here today? Shelly Kears here, the past life lady. And I just love Shelly. She's been here several times. She has a great book out. It's called Heal Your Ancestors ancestors to heal your life. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding it up right now. I told her before the show, this is one of my favorite books that she has written. This one really hits home. Um, it's the transformative power of your genealogy, you, you know, she's, she's a past life regression lady. So she takes people back to find out what happened in the ancestors past and see, you know, how it's affecting us today. So that's what we're going to talk about. But you guys, before I bring Shelly on, um, you know, I need to thank everyone. We have so many new subscribers to the YouTube channel, so many uh, more subscribers to my podcast. I just want to thank all of you who have sent me emails, I have answered as many as I can. Um, if you're interested in a psychic reading, I am an intuitive. I am a seer. If that's what you want to call me, um, go ahead and go to my website, nancyyearout.com. You can book right there on my calendar. You can pick out your time and date, and um, I'll be happy to answer questions. Now, I did have somebody say to me, you know, psychics aren't in the Bible. And so I just want to really quickly say that my information comes from a higher vibration, and it does come from the divine. And so um, I do this all in good to help people. So that is what I do. I have the gift and I feel that I need to use it in order to help people. That's why God gave it to me. So again, if you want to um, visit me, go to my website, nancyyearout.com. Okay. All right. Now Shelly's here today and she's the past life lady. And if you haven't, if you don't know Shelly, for two decades, Shelly Kier, she's a PhD, she's out of Dallas, she's worked with thousands of people around the world, helping them achieve greater peace and happiness in their lives. A world-renowned past life regressionist, Dr. Shelly's method of combining energy work with hypnosis has been endorsed by numerous leaders in the field of consciousness, including near-death experience pioneer, Dr. Raymond Moody and Dr. Brian Weiss. Now, Dr. Shelley has been prominently featured in the media, including Coast to Coast AM and William Shatner's Weird or What. She received her PhD in parapsychic science from the American Institute of Holistic Theology in 2001. Welcome to High Road to Humanity Show. Nancy, you're amazing. You are my soul sister. And yes, friends, if you need a great intuitive, here she is. I oh, highly recommend you. Always. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh. Thank you for having me on the show. You're very welcome. So nice to have you here. I love this book. Oh my this gosh, was I'm cool. So this you. was cool. Well, I started reading it. You guys, you have to, this, you got to check this one out. Shelly, tell everybody why you wrote the book, what it's about. I'll shut up and let you talk. Do your thing. Um, well, I'm a past life regressionist. And so when people come to see me, they're trying to get to the source event of issues that, believe it or not, obviously don't really have a source event in the current lifetime. So normally I'm trying to take them back into past lives. But if I'm in the middle of doing that, sometimes I was sensing, wait a minute, we're not there yet. 
this isn't what's happening. So I take people on these really far out um, soul journeys. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we were having these visionary encounters with mom and dad. And I've been doing this for many, many years, but it's something that I'd never written about before. But what we do is we ask mom or dad, hey, is there somebody in the family tree who needs a healing today? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, let's say if mom or dad says, yes, it's, it's me. Okay, great. So then we travel out, not into their past lives, but into the prior lifetimes of ancestors who have come before. And then almost like we're remote viewing, we just go down into these events where people are able to go, oh, wow, look, there's my great, 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 great grandmother. And this and that is happening and they can feel their feelings. And obviously because it's a healing, you know, usually there's something unpleasant happening. So we send light and healing and we get some resolution. And then we bring that light forward from that event all the way forward to all ancestors and forebears so that it eventually affects the person's parent and energetically they are then benefited. And then if they have kids and grandkids, et cetera, it just goes down the line. It goes down the line. Here's my question. I mean, I'm just dying to ask you this. (laughs) How did you figure this out? I mean, what were you doing? Past life regressions? And then then you'd have to go back and then you realized it had nothing to do with them, that it was energetically from a, a father, mother, grandfather over time, right? Yeah, it's like an intuitive hit, but somebody else asked me that the other day. I mean, see, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I mean, this is something that, because I do far out sessions with people that really end up not being um, completely past life regressions, but I've never really talked about all that because there's so many different dimensions. Whatever the person needs, we have to address that. So this is something that I've been doing for so long that I don't even remember the first time I even started Yeah. Tell the audience, and, and you guys share stories in her book. It's like my, I like this book, Shelly. I really do. It's awesome. Um, tell everybody, there's some stories. There's one about hunger, pain affected generations of Peter's family. Do you mind telling that story on the show? That's where he, um, you go back and, and there was a hunger situation. Do you remember that? There's a lot of stories in here. <laughs> She's just looking at me. Well, I can't remember all. I remember. Yeah, I know. It. Well, tell us a story that Did really he have sticks. A wound. He had a wound. I believe. Yeah, he had a wound in life. Yeah, he, he was he, affecting his. I can't remember all my cases. Well, no, that's okay. I'm done writing another book. <laughs> I have certain ones I remember. You're I awesome. Well, no, I'll I'll tell it really quick. He okay. came to you because he couldn't figure out why he was having this sharp pain in his side, and it only happened in the evening. I thought this was really interesting, by oh. the way. Yeah. And then he remembered his father had the same sharp pain in the same area. And then he died not too long after, but only when he reached a certain age. And then the grandfather who remembered had the same pain in the same side of the gut. And, and you took him back and it was a past life regression where the guy had, his family was starving and he stole a fish and yes. the fish he took to his family. I hope you don't mind me telling this. I just no, thought this wanted, was amazing. Wanted, yeah. Know. And then uh, he gave it to his children and they died and he got sick and died because he was trying to feed his family and then the fish was no good. And then it just carried on. But here's the part that I just, you know, I'm such an energy girl. I'm so into the energy. How does that energy, and I know you don't have all the answers, Shelly, but how does that energy from that I mean, this happened way before. How did that carry on? I mean, is it in your cells? How does that carry on like that? Is it in the DNA? Yeah, I mean, that is a good example. 
um, and the other ones that I can tell. Um, <laughs> They're so cute. There is, um, you know, thoughts are things. They're in our energy fields. And it sounds insane, but the truth is, yes, when we have energetic um, difficulties, those are actually brought directly through energetically from the forebears. You know, one of the studies that I cited in the book was the fact that they've actually done real scientific studies, you know, because obviously I'm not a real scientist, but um, where they've studied pretty good Holocaust yeah. um, descendants, where their ancestors oh. were in the Holocaust. And these people clinically now have trauma that was energetically through these thought forms in the field that, that they are suffering trauma From physically that. and in a real way because of their ancestors being in the Holocaust. So likewise, when we have any kind of tragedy like that, yes, the family's dead, they're poisoned. There's this, there's this thought form that's being carried through energetically mm-hmm. from the past. And the other thing that's so weird about this whole thing, weird meaning a Celtic word for woo-woo and spiritual. Yeah. Um, they are also scientifically understanding that up to 50% of our personalities and who we're actually showing up as in this world is brought straight through from our ancestors. Wow. And so that's the other reason, like, I originally, you know, was doing this once in a while, this process with people Mm -hmm. collected this body of work over the course of many years. But now that the books come out, I'm finding out, you know, this is something that I feel like um, I need to point out to people, we need to address it. And we need to just be aware that when we're doing any kind of healing, yes, past lives are very valid, obviously, as well, but we need to send the light and healing to our ancestors as well. Because yes, these energetic thought forms are are affecting us, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. When you, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I get so excited about this. <laughs> I love the energy work. Um, so when you send that light, okay. And I get the whole deal. When you send it back to the relatives, now they're already gone. They could already be reincarnated or they could be with the divine. So how do you know, like, what does it do? Or do you know, like what, I know it heals the person. But does that light that goes on heal them energetically, even if they reincarnate? I mean, how does that work? Do you know? I just feel like all things are happening simultaneously. So in some sphere, like the way that we're able to go into past lives or the way we're able to kind of remote view the ancestors is because those moments are frozen in time in some part of the cosmic soup. So that even if somebody was reincarnated, there's still that essence of their them who they used to be as part of this one family lineage. Mm-hmm. And so when we go there and we send the light, you know, a lot of times the client will feel the feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, in this case, yes, Peter had that was yes, he had a physical ailment that could be traced through the family line. That's one thing. But sometimes the feelings they're feeling are more emotional in nature. So whatever they are, um, when we go back there, we recognize normally again and it's not pleasant we send light to it and then i i just kind of sit there and send light and then i just this could take a while i just said well let me know when this feels better Mm -hmm. as we are sending this light to everybody and then we kind of travel forward and send it to everyone else so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just that we are existing like there is no such thing as time is what Mm -hmm. i'm more and more drawn into knowing that that's why we can access these places and so that's why 
we're connected by this interconnected web. And so that's why when we send these healings, it's affecting all time, right. all people, you right. know, and it's very powerful. When you said that, I answered my own question. I send people when they're stuck to the light and I know when they're, when they go. So it's the same thing, isn't it? You just know. Absolutely. It's the same thing. Like I know they, they've gone. A lot of times I'll hear them say, oh, they called my name. And that's really interesting. Hey, listen, we got to go to commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about, um, you know, um, some more about our ancestors. I have some interesting questions like, do we reincarnate with our same family and that kind of thing. Hey, this is Nancy Yerald. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Shelly Kier. She's a PhD. She's the past life lady. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, it's Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Shelly Kier. Her book is called Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. And this, I believe, is true that you can do this. So I want to know, <laughs> do you reincarnate? Cause I've been told this and I want to know this. I've been told this by other people and I think it's true. We come back with the same people to try to work through things. Like maybe your mother was your sister now, and maybe your sister, you know, in a different lifetime was your cousin or whatever. Talk to the audience about this y'all. There is no doubt in my mind after, you know, a certain amount of time on the earth in this lifetime, let's just say that <laughs> these people who are around us 
you know, especially when we're talking about our family, you know, sometimes we can say, why are these people so difficult? Why are these people always pushing my buttons? You know, and I've come to understand that we, you know, probably have been around the block with these people a time or two before. There, there are not that many coincidences in the universe. And I really believe we choose our families before we arrived. Right. We've chosen our circumstance and the things that we're going to learn and experience in this lifetime. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what happens. And to your other question, can we actually reincarnate into the same lineage? Hmm. This book doesn't really get into that, but I can tell you since the book came out, because now I'm doing so many more genealogical regressions, because the book has kind of gotten the word out mm -hmm. to people who specifically want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And since then, I have seen it happen a couple of times where the person is in there trying to send light to the ancestors and they go, OMG, that's me. I'm back. Oh again. my gosh. It's they the see family. themselves. It's happened oh. a couple times. So yes, it's possible. Whoa. It's a huge soul contract. If you're thinking about the fact that you're going to carry in 50% of the stuff from the past, from your family, plus your own karma, there's a huge soul contract go that goes into place when we decide, okay, this is the family that I need to be in to help my growth or to help the people in that line. Maybe I've got agreements with them, you know, and things like that. It's a huge contract. So yeah, it makes sense. And I've seen it recently. Yeah. Wow. Well, I signed up for a tough one. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I signed up for this. Okay. <laughs> All these people. Congratulations. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Yay. But it's true. We are down here to learn. And unless these people are, they are actually helping us. It's actually a blessing. I tease about this, but in all reality, the people that are the most difficult for us to deal with in life are the people that are here to teach us the biggest lessons. Isn't that true, Shaw? I think even at a soul level, it sounds maybe counterintuitive, but the truth is the people who are pushing those buttons like that, they actually love us the most. I know. That's scary, huh? Because they're willing to play the role and do the tough things in order to help us. Mm -hmm. Progress and get to where we are today. So since you've been doing this, I want you to tell me what's one of your favorite stories um, after, you know, something that somebody came to you for, you know, to help. The favorite one that I have in this book is probably um, the woman who was working as an emergency room nurse. That's kind of timely right now with all of the stuff that's been going on the last year. Okay. And I think that, you know, even when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, as far as our purpose, there come a time when we're just questioning, maybe we're going, is this really what I was supposed to be doing this whole time? So she was kind of going through this kind of questioning phase in her life. And simultaneously, she was having some periodic migraines. They weren't debilitating or anything, but these were some of the things that she wanted to address during the past life regression, because these are great things to learn about. What is my sole purpose? Why am I here? You know, what is the source of a health issue? So we're talking about all this and somehow it comes up that her mother was a nurse. Her grandmother was a nurse. This oh, is just wow. what they did. And so in the, um, we ended up going down her mother's family line and we traveled into the past in the civil war okay. where she came and had a visionary encounter of one of her great, 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 however many's uh, grandmothers who was in the middle of the civil war battlefield, just tirelessly working as a medic to treat the wounded on the battlefield, oh you know, gosh. 
you know, blasts and candle yeah. fires and all this going on around her, very traumatized in the exterior, but just totally focused on what she was doing, totally devoted. And though a couple things happen, um, this was supposedly the source of, of these migraines, because like we were mentioning a minute ago, there's, you know, you're sitting there, you're trying to be strong, but this is still very stressful. This is chinking mm-hmm. down the energetic armor and right. that is being carried forward to the family who had also suffered from these periodic migraines secondarily, and maybe even more powerful than the physical healing though, was this, this vision of the grandmother was so emotional that she just became very emotional. I mean, she said, my God, what am I complaining about? I will never complain about this again. I don't even know how I could even begin to think that this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing when I see somebody who could be doing what she was doing back then. And so she left the session with this sense of, I am on the right path. I am doing this. I'll never question this again. And I think we spend a lot of our energy in our life questioning things that waste a lot of our time and energy. So to me, that was really the bigger gift of the but whole the, the headache that was, I, I picked up psychically that that was because the grandmother was so focused on what she was doing. That's why yes. the headache, that's where the headache came from. Tune out this. Yeah. Focus. So when she reached that age, she picked it up. Well, I think we should all have an energetic healing from our ancestors. Because I mean, think about it. Well, you know, and, and I, the reason I really can hit this stuff hits home too is because, you know, I have different things. I know everybody does that is so genetic. You're, I'm like, okay, I have arthritis in this one finger. Why is that? Well, so did my mom. You know, silly. I know what? That's so weird. You know, so different things that you inherit from your parents, you know, it always kind of blows your mind, you know, that you think, oh, how did I inherit that? So it makes sense if you have a physical, you know, inheritance that why wouldn't you have an energetic, you know, like that anyway. So that's what I was thinking about. Um, You talked about something here that I thought was really interesting. Um, There was a psychic you tell a story about in the book would you tell that? Well, let's see. We got five minutes. My other favorite one. Yeah. Yes. Tell that story before we go to commercial break. Because, you know, um, I'm sure you get this a lot too with what you're doing. You mm-hmm. run across people who go, you know, I have a talent. I, I need to be giving readings, but something's blocking me. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Well, I've met people like this on and off for 20 years, but this sure. one woman. So of course, yeah, sure. Let's go take a look at it. Put it on the list of things we're going to go check in the past life. A lot of times, um, you know, maybe people were burned at the stake. Or I know. I think I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> or a head rolled down a hill. I was afraid, so I probably was. <laughs> yes, you know, I, I'm convinced these neck aches that I used to have, I've meditated them away, but they were from a lot of head choppings that I've had over the centuries. Oh, so it's kind of obvious that that's where I'm going. I think that we're going to deal with this. But she ends up going into this life where she was this this woman, this powerful woman, this elder of this tribal setting, very um, revered and beloved and had this beautiful life. And we just couldn't get to anything. You know, I I hate to say I'm looking for something a little more negative than that. (laughs) Um, So I'm like, well, I just don't sense this is it. So somehow we got into this whole discussion that um, her mother had had these gifts as well. We traveled into the past of the ancestors where her ancestor was a seer to a king and queen in a kingdom and was giving them intuitive advice and had a vision that that the king was going to be assassinated, um, laid out the whole plan, exactly how it was going to go down. 
And so when this happened, of course, they didn't listen. And so the whole plan ended up happening. But because it was so accurate what she had relayed, then they said, oh, she must have been involved. And so she got executed for it. Mm-hmm. And so that that again, there's an execution there. I mean, we weren't expecting mm-hmm. that, but that energetically got brought forward and it probably contributed to like the reason why like her mother and others in the family who had that gift really never did anything with it. Mm-hmm. And so once we cleared that out, then the next time I saw her, of course, she's out doing her readings. She's doing psychic reading. Moving forwards, you yeah. know, so you well, never know. Yeah, well, and how far back, I bet she was just shocked that that happened. It was shocking. I mean, it was definitely even shocking to me because I'm not, I, I hadn't really thought about that at that time when this came up, you know, because you, again, I'm just assuming that I, I've always believed that a lot of our problems really are emanating in past lives. And so the more that I do this, the more I realize that, you know, we just don't know for sure. Yeah. And we got to take a look yeah. behind every door to get to the proper source event so people can get a transformation and move on with their purpose because that's an energetic example of energetic thought forms, that fear that's being, you know, holographically brought forward through the ancestors. And you can't figure out what's wrong. You're doing everything and you're like, what in the world? And so you're, you're totally messed over until they find somebody like you, but people find you. And that's so awesome. And what great work you do, Shelly, because there's got to be a sense of like, for me, when I do a reading and I help people and I answer questions, there is that sense of, you know, I really help somebody um, gratification. I bet you feel that way too. Yeah. You just hope you can be of help. And that the one of the reasons yeah. why I put a lot of the processes in the book that readers can try is because even if you don't want to get to the source events, like what I'm describing here, people can just, if you would just sit and just imagine you can think of your mother and father, their higher selves, their souls, not who they are physically, because sometimes physically, you know, we're not getting along, but just think of them as a soul, as a being, and just send that light to the family. It only takes a minute. And then that can even start to resolve some of these issues. And people can really do this very proactively, even on their own. Yeah. Let's talk about some of those different exercises you have in the book when we come back. Hey, you guys, this is Nancy Earl. I'm here today with Shelly Kerr. She's the past life lady. Her book is Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. You can pick this up on Amazon, right, Shelly? And if people want to contact you, go to pastlifelady.com. Yes. And there's a book link there also. They can oh, click awesome. on it. Okay. This is Nancy Yerell. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com 
or message me on Instagram through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Shelly Keir. Shelly, I really like this book that you put together. There was some exercises in the back. One that I thought was really cool, um, maternal healing exercises. Can you talk about that? Yes. So I I believe in putting a lot of exercises in these books so that readers can try them for themselves. So we've got them divided into maternal for your mom and paternal for your dad. So all kinds of exercises. So we're really going to go meet with mom. We're going to talk to her higher self, just have a discussion about whatever mom needs to talk to us about. Then there's some inner child work that we do because I think a lot of times saw that that's cool. Kids, like we got our feelings hurt. Maybe we don't even remember it, but it, this is going to bring some of that up so that mom can apologize and things can be explained. And then we kind of deepen the work. We go into past lives. We of course go down the ancestral line with mom mm-hmm. to see what needs to be healed. And we just do a lot of work on that. And then the other piece you know, a lot of people are adopted. So if you are adopted, um, you know, we talk to your adoptive parents as well as your birth parents. And we do healing with that as well. That's really interesting. I think that's really cool. Now, something that I thought was really, really, really interesting is that you said you can send good energy to the future generations. Talk about that. Cause that was really like, whoa, <laughs> to me, how do we do that? And, and talk about that show. Um, really, since I started doing past life regressions, the first book I put out was called um, live stream journeys in the past and future lives. So I was always ending our past session by taking people into their future in this current life. Okay. And with this idea that you know, there's a multiverse out here with multiple possibilities. So I want you to go to the place where you're happy and you're healthy and everything's working out. So um, this is kind of similar, except we're going to project our consciousness and our love and our intention out into future generations of our family, just sending them light and healing and peace and joy and all the good things. So there's a journey in the book where they can just go out there very easily. But again, we could just take a moment in meditation and just imagine that we could go beyond ourselves. If we have kids, if we don't, which I don't, we could think about our nieces and nephews and their kids and their kids and just kind of imagine that we're just crawling out into the future and we're just sending this loving, peaceful light just through all time. We can do it very, very easily. And I really truly believe that this makes a huge difference in, you know, in our own lives right now. Yeah. Shelly, what's been the most, I don't know, like amazing thing that you've seen from doing a past life regression and helping somebody with their ancestors? What's been like the most like, whoa, kind of thing? Wow. Gosh, there's so many. Because you've helped so many people. I mean, there's got to be just a ton of success stories because a lot of times people get stuck and they just can't move on with their lives and they find you no matter what. Isn't that interesting how they find you? It is interesting. I guess. I always think that. This I've worked with a lot of people who believe they're cursed. 
Oh, really? Because of this book that I put out in the earlier 2000s. What? Talk to me. I don't know if we've ever even talked about this. No. This Uh -uh. was a huge hit when it came out. I... I was sending email to my mailing list and I was just kind of joking around like I do. Um, hey, yeah. are you blessed or cursed or are you just lucky? You know, and I was just making it up. That was my subject line. Okay. And I said, you know, I feel like I'm totally blessed and lucky and everything's working out for me. But I started getting all these letters from people who <laughs> feel that they were cursed. Oh my gosh. And beyond repair. And even it was shocking. Um, some wow. people I'd known for years some of my really good friends, I didn't realize that they actually had this undercurrent belief that they were cursed. They could tell me it was because of their ancestors and it went back X number of generations and stuff. So over the years, there's been a lot of work with this kind of a case. Um, What do you find if somebody comes to you and says, I'm cursed? What are you finding when they say that to you? Is this from ancestors or is this from negative belief systems? Because you can believe you can talk yourself into anything. Sometimes it could be from ancestors, in which case there's some case studies in this book where we talk about that. Right. Sometimes, like, I, I really believe, you know, sometimes good things are happening to us and sometimes bad things are happening. And so it's, it gets back into that whole thing. Where am I putting my attention? Mm-hmm. We have to understand life is always ups and downs. I mean, right. we do our best, but stuff's going to happen, you know? Right. So I think that a lot of it is attempting to get people to look at the upside of things. And sometimes that is impossible to do. But one of the things that I've found also is that um, along the lines of what we're talking about today is sometimes clients are told by their parent, well, you know, we're cursed. Our family's cursed. So the kid grows up. Because I've heard that. I've heard people say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I did a session recently with a woman. This is not in this book, but um, she had been told that the family was snake bit. And so I was like, okay, well, let's go see, you know, there was just absolutely no evidence to that um, effect that by the time we were done with this session, that there was an actual curse. Cause we will in the, in the heal your ancestors book, there is a section where we can go back to source events and we can clear a curse. So one of the stories in that book, that's pretty interesting. Tell it, Shelly. <laughs> the guy, um, he was real shy and he wanted to have a relationship and he's just, he can't get out of, you know, his his way, I, I guess, to have a partner. So during the session, he started talking about this, you know, berating voice that's in his head, just telling him, you know, not really saying he's a loser, but just saying really berating things to him. And when I hear that, usually I think that speaking of that inner child, that at some right. point in the earlier life, the person has been scolded by their parent. And now this is running like a tape recorder in their mind. So we've Correct. got to get in touch with that. So in this case, that is what brought us to having a visionary encounter with mom and dad. And I was going, OMG, these people are wonderful. They're lovely people. So what the heck's going on here? This is, again, I'm always sitting there going, okay, I'm hitting a wall. Now what are we? Yeah. And so um, I thought, well, let's ask mom and dad, because mom and dad were so lovely. I realized they are definitely not the hating and berating voice in this guy's head. So we talked to them and sure enough, dad said, yes, we need a healing. We traveled into the past to an event where one of the ancestors was um, being cursed. And what happened was the guy wanted to date this man's daughter, but because they were of different religious beliefs, um, he was forbade to ever see her again, even though he was in love with her. 
And he tried to get her to, you know, defy her father's wishes. She didn't want to. But the guy said, you've ruined my daughter, even though he hadn't done anything. Right. But in those <laughs> days, you know, you could you look at somebody the wrong way and now you've ruined them. You've ruined my daughter and I'm oh. going to curse you and everyone. And you're a loser and blah, blah, you know, and all this stuff. And so the guy was literally like hearing this kind of voice in his head oh my gosh. in the current life. So oh my we gosh. went in there. And so we had the guy apologize to the father. I apologize. Is there any way that we could just make amends? So we try to apologize. How'd that go? Uh, it didn't go very well. The guy said, no, you know, oh. I, I, I will never forgive you for what you've done. Okay, oh. fine. Okay. And now then what do you do, do is kind of, We use our imagination to kind of go around it to the moment where oh. I saw the girl in the first place. He was looking at her and went, oh, you know, it was love at first sight. So mm-hmm. I had him just imagine that he was just going to do something else. So he looked away and she walked by him. So he could still move forward in time, marry his current wife and have the descendants. But this energetic chink of this curse was no longer there. It's not like that sci-fi premise that like if my grandfather isn't born, then I'm not going to be here kind of thing. But we just changed one little bit in the mindset. And then we drew this light forward in time. And then the next time I saw the guy, you know, he was holding hands with somebody. I mean, that's all I can say. I don't know. Yeah, where it but I, I have to say this, you know, because I, I really, as you're talking about this, Shelly, and I want to know your feelings, you know, okay, so this happened to this man and this, this, her father said these things to him, but some people, it would have just went off their shoulder, you know, right off their back. They wouldn't have cared. This guy held on to it. It he just held on to it. And that's what got passed on. So it's not that everybody like you can, somebody can say, Oh, well, I cursed you, blah, blah, blah. But unless you hold that. Okay. I just want to say that because you can release that or let it just go right off your back and not think anything about it and move forward. But in this case, the reason it got transferred is because that person never let it go. The, the guy himself was very sensitive. The parents were sensitive. This is a very, some people are just more sensitive. You know, some people don't care. Right. Like me. They just go. Sensitive. Right. Impasse. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So very, he took it to heart. He took, it, yeah, to took heart. it to heart. If you don't take it to heart, you can say, curse me all you want. I don't care. You know, and then walk off. So I guess my point is we hold on to things a lot of times that now that's really interesting because that's why it's so important for us to work on ourselves while we're here and to let go of this stuff. Because if we don't, it gets carried on. Oh yes. I believe that. So it, and it go, it's even as a, a matter of fact, if I would go and work on myself now, my energy changing actually affects my children's energy changing. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even anyone you, I believe anyone you come in contact with, even if you're not related to them, if you're just a little more peaceful, mm-hmm. then they just respond to you differently. And they're having a better day now that because you are more peaceful as well. Well, the energy children, affects everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, Shelly. We're going in and out here. We're losing each other a little bit. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. We'll be back here in just a second. You guys, I've got Shelly Kier here with me today. Her book is Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. Shelly, um, when we come back, tell us, I want you to tell uh, the audience what you've got coming up and what's going on uh, in your new book that you're working on. So, hey, it's Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. We will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. 
Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, it's Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Shelly Care. Shelly, tell us what you got going on. You're working on a new book. Um, I know you had some classes that you were doing. Tell me what's up. What are you doing? Yeah, it's, you know, it's so weird. Ever since this pandemic started, I feel like I'm busier than I was before. Isn't that crazy? That's it's awesome. Get on Zoom. Yeah, I know. I'm the Zoom queen too. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got, um, I've got an online school. So I teach different kinds of classes on the weekends. We just got done with a gem healing certification. And then I'm going to be teaching um, at the Edgar Casey Foundation this month couple of different classes. And then I've got a new book coming out December of this year called Blast from the Past Whoa. from Llewellyn. And so this is, um, I identified this phenomenon where people are being bombarded by their spontaneous past life memories that are hitting them in the head while they're trying to just do normal things in life. Okay. So like, let's say 
you travel somewhere and suddenly you know that you lived there before, or you look into someone's eyes and you know, you just are. Deja vu, right? Yeah. Okay. It's like deja vu, but it's different. And I differentiate this term that I call superetrovy, which is a spontaneous past life memory with deja vu and with this, um, this other thing that Plato identified as anamnesis, which is a soul knowing, like, I just know that I lived in, in England before. Mm-hmm. And things like that. So it goes into all the different ways that we can be bombarded and that how we don't really need a past life regression to remember where we've lived before, but sometimes we need the regression to heal from those things. Okay. Well, that's really cool. Now, are you finished with the book? Or are you still? In the yeah, process? that one's done. That one's oh. coming out. It's already just, for sale on Amazon. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, it's already out there right now. Well, I, I have to tell you, um, I really love this book. And so your um, response from this has been really great, I would imagine. It's been really surprising um, to just sense how many people really, I think, are ready for this. They need it right now. It's on their mind. I think the ancestor push with ancestry.com and how fascinated we're getting with our history is really helping as well. Yeah, because people are able to go back and, and, you know, people are going within with the pandemic and everything like that. And talk to me a little bit. We've got a few more minutes here today. And I just want to know your feelings, if you don't mind on um, the situation um, with the world right now. I know you do a lot of healing, which I always think is fantastic. You guys, she does sends light to the world and you've taught me and I do it too now, Shelly, because you've taught me different things. But Give us a, some some suggestions of what we can do with, you know, everything being so crazy right now in the world, because there's so much unrest still. There is. Um, I think that collectively, we've just had one of the most challenging years, maybe in human history. Mm-hmm. You think about the pandemic, like back in the old days, even the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. wouldn't have seen it spreading around the world like it did, you know, because of the air travel that we do now. And we really are connected. So I think there's blessings that come out of this in the sense that I think that we're all very keenly aware just exactly how connected we really are, but then we're still so divided. And I just try to send light to the planet by just imagining I'm holding the world in my hand and just sending love and light to all who are, you know, needing it or accepting it at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, And just trying to be as peaceful as I can within myself Right. which is kind of what we're talking about here. Now, again, now that this is the, now that this book is out and I've, it's more in my conscious awareness. Yes. Sending light to the ancestors and just sending light and just trying to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I don't know. You know, I feel very sorry for the kids. Oh yeah. With school. Yeah. The school. And also just at their age, like if I was 20 years old and this was happening to me, you know, at that age, or if you're a teenager, just everything feels so horrible because you don't have life experience. You don't know that, you know, I know now that I can hit rock bottom, you know, and I can come back for that, but they don't have that experience. And I just feel like I send a lot of light to the kids. I, um, I just feel for them right now, but I know that, you know, there's going to be good things that are going to come from all this. We just have to get through it. I agree. And, and, you know, I just want to say, I, I see a lot of dividing families and that's why, you know, I I'm thinking as you know, your book has come out about ancestors and there's been a lot of divide in this country. I've had a lot of people who I've done readings for, um, who say that, you know, I don't want my grandchildren to get the vaccine, or I've had people say, oh, well, you know, this has really been a big divide because we feel this way and they feel this way. And I guess, you know, 
what I see more than anything is if people can just love each other, regardless of your opinions, you know, um, be kind and, you know, stop the um, animosity. I think I see a lot of that between, like I said, even families, you know, and um, it's not so much, um, I think it's more the political and the, and the fear on the vaccine and, and what's going to happen. And I think people are afraid. And, um, you know, more than anything, Shelly, I think if people can connect with the divine, that always brings peace. Don't you agree? I agree. And you're right. I'm, you know, back in the old days, <laughs> I'm dating myself. Thank you. Um, you know, we didn't, we could be okay with disagreeing. I think right. that because maybe people feel the stakes are so high, whether you like vaccines or you don't like vaccines, I think both sides of the fence feel like they're saving the other people's lives. But I still think that, you know, that's an individual thing and each it of us is. are going to have to, you know, make our decisions ourselves. Yeah. The judging, we got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of that. I see a lot of judgment. Um, and, you know, I always tell people, you don't know what goes on in somebody else's life. So don't judge, you know, you just don't know. We're all here on a journey and we all have different lessons to learn while we're here. So you can't judge somebody else because you don't know. And, you know, I had um, a really wise man on the show. I love Maurice Cotterell and he came on the show and he said to me, you know, Nancy, we all have a little piece of God in us. And when people realize that we all have a little piece of God in us, then they won't be angry or treat somebody else badly because you wouldn't treat God badly. You see, and we have to get to that mentality. We really do. Where we realize, like you said, we're all connected. I think like when I take people in guided journey, particularly when we're talking about the parents, because so many people do not get along with their parents or they haven't yeah. seen them in 30 years. Right. We have to acknowledge the parents that we're meeting in the spiritual realm as souls. Uh -huh. Like your friend said, like parts of God, parts of creation and not for their personalities, not for their mistakes and their actions that you may or may not approve of. Mm -hmm. But if we could start just going about our day, just, like you were saying, like just seeing the God in everyone. Namaste means I'm recognized. The God in me is recognizing the God in you. If we could really truly do that in a real way and say, forget that I don't like what you're doing right now, or I may not like this or that, or you do that and I do this and I can't get behind that. Just see them as a little God force. Mm -hmm. Thanks for saying that because people don't know what namaste means. Yeah, that's what it actually means. So I see the God in you and you see the God in me. That's what that means. Isn't yes, that lovely? We're recognizing what we truly are, the divinity that we actually are. And if we would just, let's not judge, you know, mm -hmm. let's not argue. Can, mm -hmm. I think the other thing, you know, since I started doing a lot of meditation, the idea is, you know, um, aventure, like we're staying in the middle. We're not running, kicking and screaming and we're not jumping for joy. Chaos could be erupting around us, but we're trying to become peaceful Balance. and still. Balance, yeah, yeah. And so if we can become peaceful and still, and if somebody's saying something you don't like, you have a choice there to either argue and go off on people or just to chillax and go, you know, how is this benefiting me in this moment or how is this going to progress humanity? I know that some people feel like they've got to get their voices heard so well, be made. there's some of that but there's yeah. some things that are unnecessary arguments I think that could be avoided correct and and I just want to say and that's different than standing up for yourself yes okay you guys because right now in this time in humanity the biggest thing I can tell people is to stand up for yourself yes. stand up for who you are go with your gut 
go with what you know is right, even if it's hard, because that's what this time is about. Don't be afraid to stand up. But on the flip side, that's where I come in with balance. Like you said, Shelly, don't be argumentative about it. Just say, okay, I accept it. Stand up for you, what you believe and, and voice your opinion. And then let that be, you know, let that be it. That's what we need to do. Don't you agree? Absolutely. The things that are causing these arguments, a lot of them are these issues that are coming up from within and those are coming out for a reason. And we need to voice these things. We need this stuff Mm -hmm. to come up to the light so that these changes that we need to make will be made. And at the same time, maybe not individual attacks on individuals. Just remember why we're here. We are going to make some changes as a result of all the things that are coming up right now. And this is a good thing. And we need to speak up. Yeah, we need to speak up, but not speak up with love and light. If you could, that's the way to do it. Because if you do it differently, then you're, you go to the dark. So you got to stay in the light. And the only way to do that is have integrity and, you know, be honest and, and, you know, love your fellow man. It sounds corny, but it's true. It's absolutely true. Hey, it's Good Friday. And for all my Christian um, listeners out there, happy Good Friday to everybody and happy Easter to everybody. Shelly, happy Easter. Happy Easter, Nancy. It's so awesome that you came on your sh- on the show today. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. They can come over to my website, which is pastlifelady.com or on YouTube. I am Past Life Lady and I've got a Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Awesome. Shelly is one of my favorite people. You guys definitely pick up this book. It's heal your ancestors to heal your life. Don't forget to check out my website, nancyyearout.com. If you want a psychic reading or check out my classes, intuitive business practices. This is Nancy Yearout. Shelly, thank you again. Nancy, your joy. Blessings, blessings to you, my dear. You're one of my favorites. Get a reading from this lady, everybody. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. (laughs) Thanks, Shelly. See you next time. Hey, you guys, it's Nancy Yearout. See you next week on High Road to Humanity. Everybody take care and have a great week. Happy Easter. Keep the motion. Can achieve your goal. Let's hit the high road. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.